Hello and welcome to the podcast. It's Stav, Abby and Matt here. We're going to play you all the best bits from the show today. Yeah, it's such a good show. We had Jonathan Thurston join us. We gave away 10 grand. We did. That was it. <laughs> no, what it meant was it was a busy no, show. I just we had remember. a we had a very interesting discussion about um, a father who was egging on his daughter to have a fight yeah. with someone, and um, lots of different opinions on this. Um, and we're going to take those calls coming up in the podcast cracker of a show. Let's get into it. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Breaking news. Mm. Important news, everyone. Do we need a trigger warning? Trigger warning. What's yes. going on? Trigger warning. Uh, um, some people in the studio may find the next content disturbing. Yes. Christmas prawn shortage in Queensland no. as no. seafood industry no. struggles with supply. No. See, no. No. See, Over this... to our on-street reporter, Abby Jane Coleman, for a comment. <laughs> in denial. No. No. <laughs> Let me get my words together. Why? How? No. Seafood lovers are being warned to begin stockpiling prawns. <laughs> you can't stockpile prawns. I'm just I would reading, try. I'm reading the copy. I'm reading the copy. Well, I'm going to go to Gambaro's now because I'm sorry. It, prawns are my favourite food. Next yeah. to sausages. Oh, no. No, see, prawns is an elite category. My parents. Yeah, you've got to be rich to Do you know how sad this prawns. is? I love prawns so much. My parents used to get them out of the fridge in, the, in my birthday morning and wrap them up and give them to me as a present. Wow. That's how much I love Brown prawns. paper? Newspaper? No, I just used to put them in, like, you know, Wrapping you'd buy paper, them from the fish paper. up and then put birthday. Tempered? Yeah. And I just used to just demolish them for breakfast. Well, that's shellfish. Hey, yeah. Uh, Do you like fun. coconut prawns? Like the Thai yes, coconut? Yes, I don't mind, but oh, I really just like best. a plain cooked prawn, and I like to dip it in the mayonnaise myself. Right. But well, do, are they doing this? Is this like a petrol thing? Mm, yeah, is this like a not really a shortage? I'm going to let you talk, but I'm a little bit stressed. Is this... Can you say back to you in the studio? Back to you in the studio. Begin stockpiling for Christmas because the shortage is looming and prices will surge. Queensland Seafood Marketers Association President Marshall Betzel, mm-hmm. he's the president. Yes. Uh, he said supplies will be pretty tight and prices could go up to forty bucks a kilo wow. at Christmas. Wow. Why he's just doing that deliberately? Head to your other on-street reporter for an exclusive. Crossing over to Stav Davidson on the streets right now. Yeah, that's right, guys. I'm here <laughs> down at the Brisbane River where uh, you, I can't see any prawns. I, I, can't, I think this is true. There are there are no prawns here. Back to you in the studio. Thank you, Stav. Thank, now, thank you. <laughs> the double, Thanks, Maddie. What's the reasons for it? Sorry, on, on the double whammy, reporter over here. The double whammy Marshall uh, has said to us is that apparently it's because the Chinese, the booming Chinese demand for Australia-wide prawns mm. um, is what's affecting us. So first they wow. take... They take our baby formula. Which I didn't yes. care about because it was now just affecting you, but now the prawns, this yes. is getting personal. But I don't know about stockpiling. Like, no, you can't stop what up. are you going to do, fill your deep freeze with prawns? Everyone knows fresh prawns are the best prawns. Yeah, I mean, you can. You can get them and you can freeze them up and just put a little bit of garlic and butter in them. No, they're never as good, up. though. No, they're not too bad. Never quite as good. But I do like the fresh ones. The overall message is don't leave it to the last minute to go seafood shopping. Everyone knows you go on Christmas Eve to pick up your seafood. That's well, no, just the if Australian If you're going to Gambaris, you've got to get your ordinary in before uh, the 22nd of mm, December. Right. Do you know what I will do for you? Because I know how much you love them. Go and buy some prawns right now because I'm feeling like them. I won't buy any prawns this Christmas. You don't eat prawns. 
Let's not detract from me. What being. a guy. <laughs> what a guy. So apparently they're saying a bit of disease is going to affect it as well. The prawns didn't have their flu shot, so that's going to be an issue. Guys, I'm going to say a statement. Yeah. I think I could go in a prawn eating competition. I have and seen I her. I would smash it. Like, eat I would prawns. peel them as well, and I'd even take she out could. the little poo shoot. Yeah, she would win. What, you don't usually take the poo shoot out? Yeah, I do. But I'm saying, like, for an eating competition, you might have to sacrifice that. Oh, so you would eat, you're saying you would eat the poo shoot? No, for the I'm saying I'd still be able to win with taking it out. I, I would actually say, and I don't want to cast dispersions about your personality, but this prawn shortage, or because this story comes around every year, yeah. and I think it all started. The one time you were at Gambaro and you ate every single bowl of prawns that was there and then asked for more. I think you, Abby no. Jane Coleman, have started this prawn shortage uh. because it actually it, it did start around the time you moved to Queensland. I just want to make no. comment here that we are the ABC and we've said Gambaro's way too many times here and this is not a paid <laughs> advertisement. <laughs> there we go. That's your news, everyone. Stock up on your prawns. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. A big day yesterday. It was a great fun day. We uh, drove out to Cleveland and we shot our trady calendar um, that we were releasing. It's lovely out there. It is lovely out there. Yeah, by the water. Bit of a hike. feel like you want a you? yacht. Anyone else feel like you want a yacht when you're out there? I really felt like I should have worn boat shoes. Mm. They would have, would have fit in perfectly out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the job site. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys feel out of place on the job site? Oh, no. Nah, Stab's legs <laughs> in those short shorts. We're on point. Yeah, yeah, but uh, let's not ruin the calendar for the people. <laughs> um, but it was, a, it was a big day, and then um, we all drove back, and I had a lot of things to do in the afternoon. had a, um, a to-do list of, of shopping and stuff and pick up the kid and all that sort of thing. So I was in a bit of a rush, right? And I was driving back. And you know the thing about Cleveland, there's only one road in, one road out, and it's old Cleveland Road. takes you to Cleveland. Yes. Pretty sure that's how I got the name. Don't know where new Cleveland Road is, but I'm sure there is one. It's coming. It's TBC. You'd be familiar with Old Cleveland Road? Yes. That's where I live. I know. Down that one? I used to live off it many, yeah. many years ago as well. Um, so I'm driving down Old Cleveland Road and um, I'm, I got stuck behind a car. And the, the actually what I found, because I don't drive out that way very much, the speed limit changes quite frequently from like 80 to 70, 60, mm. back up to 80, down to 70. I never really was sure where I was at. It's a revenue road. I yeah, like to call them. That's exactly what I always yep. think. Yeah. What yeah. is it yeah. along here? I'm not sure. Because <laughs> uh, uh, 60. Um, but I got stuck behind uh, a car doing 40. Now, I knew it wasn't 40 in any sense. It was yeah. either going to be 60 or 80 or 70. It wasn't 40. And I was in a rush. And I'm normally very patient. I'm normally quite a zen dude, right? But I needed to get places. And I'm stuck behind this car. Were you, like, boxed in? Yes. Couldn't go the other lane? Couldn't go on the yeah. other lane. And I'm like, come on. And I don't normally do this. I don't. In fact, I don't think I've ever. I, I, was, in the, I was in the car. So I don't, I don't ever push the horn on the scooter because it sounds friendly. Bleep, bleep. Yeah. And they go, hey, he likes me doing 40. Maybe I'll do 30. It's really, it doesn't mm. work. It's, it does the exact opposite of what you want a horn to do. But I stuck behind this car and I beeped and she didn't speed up. And I beeped again. And I was even doing like, how did you beep? Did you? Meep. Like okay. hard, like a real yeah. get out of my way meep. Yeah. Right. And she didn't move. And I was like, come on. Like, this is ridiculous. And I'm like doing that with my hands to like. Move faster. That's sensible driving. I know. Both well, one hands. hand. One hand. Okay, then sure. Ten and two. Then just ten. <laughs> okay. Then two. Then ten. Uh-huh. And I finally managed to get into the other lane and get past her. And I mean, I do. I don't yell or anything, but I do a hard stare. Oh yeah, they... like Paddington Bear. Yeah. You know, I just give them that hard stare with your face. Yeah. And I turn and I'm ready to give the hard stare. And I don't know if this is an issue, but I felt bad because. The person driving the car that was holding me up 
was a nun. Uh, I've been abusing a nun for 20 minutes. Yeah. Is that bad? Yes. Is it? Yeah, she got a direct phone line to God. Well, that's why I thought she should be speeding. You don't know. She might be getting messages from God that's saying, slow down, stop, Stav. He's got a terrible thing ahead and we need you to slow him down. Oh, God. No. Am I I in trouble? I don't know. I was always in trouble with the nuns at school and look where that got me. What's the difference? Because she had the aeroplane one, like the flying nun. Well, she was in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) She was wearing sunglasses. Maybe she was coming back from a set. Because the other thing she did... Do and I don't, can police nuns... would still give her a ticket with that. Nah. I, don't, I don't think no so. Way. No way. It depends no if, way. Speed, if speeding's a habit of hers, I guess. Okay. Uh, but... I'm just going to need you to blow into this. Um, it was communion wine. Oh. On your way, then. On your way. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. What'd she do back to you, by the way? Is this wrong? Gave him the bird. She gave me the finger. <laughs> no, <laughs> she, she did, did not. not. She did. She no, did not. The no. nun gave me the finger, and I was like, oh, sister, calm down. She gave, which makes me think, was she a nun or is she hiding from the mafia? No, she's a nun. She's is 100% a nun. They've got attitude. Care, do they? they do have attitude. They don't care. Yeah. They, can, they know they can ask for forgiveness and they'll be sweet. Here's the other yeah, problem. Yeah, they're only an hour away. Exactly. Here's the one other issue. What dro- car was she driving? Uh, Honda okay. Civic. It was pretty hot. <laughs> she was a hot nun. She was a hot nun. And then when she gave me the finger, I was like, oh, you no, got, that's you got sass. No, you just crossed you the line there. You got sass. Then. Really? Yeah. What, they've nuns given themselves, are... No, because they've given themselves to God. Yeah, but I think I, I could be the one to swing them back. No. <laughs> no. Is that the most patronising, rude crap ever? No. You reckon? No. God satisfies them. Not like I could. Yeah. Is that bad? That's bad, isn't it? Well, she's, I mean, technically she started it by giving the finger to you. She got aggressive first. Well, no, technically no, I started it. If you only beep the horn. You should hmm. change lanes. I, I was trying to change yeah, lanes. Yeah, you're not a good driver. Maybe God was trying to teach me something. Yeah. You know what? What did you, you learn from it? None. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dr. Nikki, sexologist and relationship expert. As a sexologist, I get asked a lot of questions. When you look at the internet, what images do you look at? Are we doing it right? Am I normal? Figuring out whether I want other people in my life to know about this. There's a lack of permission and education out there. It depends on the connection you have with people. Where there's so much information that's needed that here's a platform where I can say all the things that I can't say on air. So I have one leg that's suspended off the ground. So this is why I've started Sex and Life. Download me, Dr. Nikki with Sex and Life, podcastone.com.au and the Podcast One app. If you're a building bloke or a tradie chick, we want to see you work your bit in the tradie chat calendar. Yeah, my husband, Scotty Too Hotty, does a segment normally early on a Tuesday morning, Tradie Chat Tuesday, where he talks to the tradies out there, and he decided that his segment should go in a calendar. Mm-hmm. He wanted to get tradies in a calendar, so we did recruit um, a lot of awesome women as well, tradies mm. that had applied. Do we have more, more chicks than dudes? I think, I think, I think it was almost 50-50 or yeah. maybe 51-49. So yesterday we went to Cleveland mm-hmm. for the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. I posted a photo on my Instagram. Can I just say, I am loving a tool belt. Oh, yeah, you did love that. Didn't it feel good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, wearing it? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't try it on. You personally. enjoyed the drill. Yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lost it. 
Mm. I know, I did. I used used one of your uh, husband's drills as a prop, and then I couldn't remember where I put it down, and I wasn't scared about telling your husband I'd lost it. I was scared about coming to let you know. (laughs) It's also the second biggest wrench I've ever seen out there. That was huge. Yes. What do you use that one for? Big nuts. Yeah, what do you use it for? Plumber. Big, it was a fitter and turner. Oh, probably was he? On big, I'd say big Truck. machinery, Truck. trucks and stuff yeah. like so that. So we learnt a lot. You, you can't, you think about it though, if you're working on a big, say, bulldozer or something, it's not like you can go into the back of your yes. Mazda 3 and pull out the little fold out <laughs> set of spanners and, and go, there'll be something in here. Turning it over and so over. So we and were over. completely out of our depth, is what we're saying. Uh, but we, we did dress up. Yes, we did. So we shot all the tradies. We did our shoot um, for the front cover yes. as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't, didn't realise this, but um, Kaz, our producer, went around on the sneaky mm. and uh, asked all the tradies mm. out there how we looked. Did she ask Keith as well? Because I hear he was a bit of a favourite with the producers out uh, there. Oh, yeah. Keith the plumber with the 58 pack. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was the one we spoke to who on his Instagram, he was wearing white budgie smugglers. Yeah, mm. and Candy, our producer, knows his Instagram handle off, off by, by heart. heart. Every time she's like, oh, look at him. Nope. He's got Instagram. Yep. Look at his. Oh, here we go. I'll put it in for you. There's it's a underscore. difficult one. It's underscore. Mm. Her boyfriend's been away for six weeks, so she's pretty toey as well. Mm. So that's probably why she... Um, they were all lovely, though. Yes. So good. I'm looking yeah. forward to the 25th, which is when we take them all to the races. Mm. Yes. And you can win Tickets to come along and meet them as well. Uh, this is everyone commenting on how we dressed yesterday. Are we ready? I think this is going to be brutal. Yeah. Okay. From hottest to least hottest, uh, out of Stab, Abby and Matt, who do you think really stood out and who didn't stand out today? Oh, Abby definitely stood out. She definitely pulls off the tradie better than we do. Abby's a bit of a standout. Um, she can come to my job site anytime. <laughs> Abby's definitely hottest. Abby looks like a model. Well, I think Maddie needs to see, spend some time outdoors and get those white legs and with some sun on them. They're pretty bright. I need some sunglasses just to stand next to him. I look good. The orange was definitely his colour, but um, even on an overcast day, the the glare was a bit bright. <laughs> Stab, I loved his little chest hair blowing in the wind and stuff. That it was so good. line really stood out. Just Matt, just his his face was just so enticing. Loved it. Loved it. I do pole dancing and I don't think even my pole booty shorts are as short as Stab's. I think Stab's shorts were the shortest out of all the girls that were here. Definitely should have got a wax for the occasion. Maybe a tan would have been good. You can tell Stab hasn't got a body for the trade. Um, and them little little short shorts are uh, quite cute on him. <laughs> could definitely tell they're fresh and same with his boots. Well, I'm looking for a new offsider. I think he's perfect for the position. He's gorgeous. He'll get all the customers. <laughs> you were very Mardi Gras. <laughs> Why MCA would you say that? Your oh, legs are phenomenal. phenomenal. They are gorgeous. <laughs> if you shave those and put some heels on, I my, did. And yeah. I was spectacular. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, uh, look, we'll get the picture of, of us so you can see the visual. It's quite a sight mm-hmm. uh, up on our Instagram right now. And we'll have the trading calendar ready to go in the next few weeks. We've got to get it all uh, printed up and ready mm. to go. It's going to be a free calendar as well. We're not charging for this one. No, no. No, that's yep. after we had a look at the shots. <laughs> we went with it. We'll, let's think, give it away. I think it's going to look good. Yeah. The, the firemen are going to be pretty pissed at Westfield. Yeah, well, yeah. We, also, we, had we had a secret. Yeah, we do have a secret. Mm. Yeah. Can we say? I don't know. Can we? The... I don't know the secret. We threw in some puppies. Oh, the puppies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't think you can say No, you can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> How good was Will? Will was amazing. Will was the bulldog. Uh, all right. Well, you can follow it up uh, on our Instagram page right now. Just search at Hit105 Brisbane. It's... Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hello? Whoever 
bloody hell are you? Almost wine for Mike. Tell him he's great. Suburban stereotypes. <laughs> now, we've talked about this on the air. Suburbs around Brisbane, sometimes, mm. you know, people who don't live there have a view of them. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes people that live there still have a view of yes. themselves going, yep, that's us. <laughs> um, and uh, we were reading in the news this morning that there's some Brisbane suburbs where nine in ten students, so mm. kids who go to school, go to private schools. Yes. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. Have a guess what suburb well, it is. Ascot. Yeah, there you go. Of course, but of course it would be, though, because it's a richer suburb. Mm. Yeah, but I they, think... So they send their kids to private schools because they got the money. But the thing that st- stood out for us, though, is... What that, about the poor one? That one poor kid. Yeah, yeah because they might be renting in the area. Or their parents have gone, I own the worst street, uh, the worst house in the best street. Mm. That's an investment. That's how you what? invest. My husband has made the decision that if our kids are really smart, then we might try and save up to send them to private school. But if they're not, then we're going to wait and we'll send them to public school. And I was like... You can't do that. And he goes, yeah, because his parents sent him to a private and all he wanted to do was a trade and it was looked down upon. Mm. And then he ended up dropping out. Yeah, right. So I'm like, well, what happens if one of our kids is, are we going to sit down and go, hey? It'll be fine. (laughs) Halfway through grade nine, my mum and dad sat me down. Yeah. And they said, so, we're thinking of putting you into a public school. Oh, really? Because my sister went to a private high school. We did public all the way up to year eight. Into private halfway through year nine, I think mum and dad went. went we're not getting a return on this one, no. so they moved me over to a state. I school. I did the other way because I got kicked out of a state school. We didn't. Sorry, even... asked to leave. It was best if I left. We didn't even pay our state school fees. You don't. They don't have any. No, yeah, they we do. do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so three hundred and fifty bucks a year or something. Oh, well, now, you, now you're doing so well. You should go and maybe try and fix up that. Late fee. It wasn't me. It was my <laughs> mum. <laughs> but I wanted to do the reverse here because we, what we always do is we go, Ascot, everyone's rich. They all have Range Rovers over there. Um, St. Lucia is another one where they're saying mm. that um, that a fair bit go to Catholic schools and mm. independent schools. Mm-hmm. Um, That's just because there's a saint in the suburb. You feel like you have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but let's go the opposite way. Mm. Let's break the suburban stereotype. Mm-hmm. 13, 10, 60, are you, are you the one person? So, like, are you the bogan living in Ascot? Oh, yeah. And you know it. Or are you extremely rich Mm. and live in Logan? Yeah, or in Nala. Yes, Mm. everyone always, everyone shit cans in Nala. Mm. Fabulous restaurants there. If you want a cheap, good feed, Nala's where you go. I'm the bogan of Barden. Yeah, you are. I'm the the dude the bins are always out. Are you admitting that Barden is classy? Because you always say it's not. You are <laughs> any, any <laughs> suburb yeah. that has a twenty-four hour free bookshop. Book you have, yeah, yeah. I'm the guy that takes the bins out in a, in a towel. You know, <laughs> hangs the washing out in a sarong. <laughs> the garden's never mowed. No, you mow it. You just no, do you half got a mower now. Look yeah. at you. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with the dunes, yeah. but yeah. he leaves patches. Remember, remember when he showed? He goes, "Look what I did, guys!" And yeah. then there was just that like, way when other people come over and go, "Look at that, Manuel did a terrible job." <laughs> Who do you use? Pedro? Get me Pedro on the phone. So they're saying expensive suburb, rich people, they get the flash schools. Yes. Uh, But 131060, we want to know, in your suburb, are you the opposite? Do you break your suburban stereotype? Mm. We've got Lisa from Deception Bay. How do you break it? Hey, guys. How are you going? Good. Yeah, I'm actually living at Deception Bay and my daughter's going to be going to St. Benedict's at Mango Hill next year. Uh-huh. And we actually, she actually has to take two buses or a bus and a train mm. an hour 10 to get there, so I'm actually just going to drive her. It's only 8Ks. Yeah, good for you, Lise. 
So yeah, because there's like no one in this area. Well, I haven't seen anyone in this area with your private school uniform. Mm. Yeah, I used to do the same, Lisa, when I got asked to leave uh, the public school and I used to travel an hour and a half each morning to go to the private school. Uh, oh, it, yeah. it's hard, but, you know, you do what you can for the, their education, yeah. you know? Yeah. Pretty much, that's it. So at the moment, I drive half an hour a day from D-Bay to Bray Park, where she goes mm. to private school there. Wow. And then uh, next year, it's it's that. I mean, it's ridiculous because I can't even actually get her to be independent mm. and do her own yeah. travels. You yeah, know, so. I'm, yeah. I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to drive my daughter to Gympie so she gets some real world experience. <laughs> <laughs> Get out there amongst the real people. Hey, Brindy, <laughs> you're in uh, Tanamara. Tell us how you're breaking the uh, the mold, the suburban stereotype mold. Hi, guys. Hey. Um, well, I went to a private primary school and a private Brisbane um, high school, mm-hmm. and then it kind of paid off for my parents because I am like recently admitted as a solicitor. As a, we're sorry? Pardon? I recently was admitted as a solicitor, so now I'm a solicitor. So oh. the private education paid off for my turn. Congratulations. Yeah. Well done. We're going to hang up now because this phone call is costing us a fortune, though. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with our phone lines today? Everyone's really muffled when they come through on the phone line today. Then it must be us. Hey, <laughs> Jaden in Maruka, do you break the stereotype in your area? Uh, yes. As a, um, a Aussie young male, I um, grew up in the minority mm. um, because, as, as you might know, in America there's a heavy multicultural representation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder yes. how nervous are you dancing around? So <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, there's a huge uh, it Sudanese? Sudanese population, yeah. isn't there, out there? Yeah, yeah, Sudanese, yeah. Mm. That's where they get all located when they come over here. You're the only white di- dude in Maruka is what you're trying to say. Pretty much, yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. But politically correct (laughs) version of it. That's politically correct. You can say I'm the only white guy here. That's fine. What, it's illegal to say that? No no one's arguing that. No, no, you're fine. You're good. Uh, Laura. (laughs) Simmer down. We're not the ABC. Hey, morning, Laura. Oh, yes, I'm from Meadowbrook, so um, I like, that's part of Logan, but I never say that I live in Logan because I have a fairly good job in the city. Mm -hmm. So as soon as everyone kind of clicks on, they give you that stereotype that you live in Logan and you shouldn't have kind of like a fairly good job. Really? So um, that's why I just say I live in Meadowbrook. I live in Meadowbrook. Meadowbrook. So Mm. you're saying you're the richest person in your suburb? Mm. Oh, I'm not richest, but I think I'm fairly well off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And people judge you for where you live, yeah? Exactly, yes. And I think working in a corporate environment and dealing with customers, um, they definitely have that perception. Mm. Corey Parker lives in Logan. Yeah, I was about he? to say, there's a lot of people moving to Logan and prices are going up because they wanted big blocks as well. Where does that push it to then? Where, where would it, if it's if Logan's fine, does it go further down the coast? Would it be Bing Lee now or is it? I don't know, because Logan's its own city, isn't it? Remember we made the mistake oh, of going yeah. to get a suburb? Yes. Yes. We've so much yes, mm-hmm. we're paying for that, so mm. it's its own city. <laughs> mm. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hi, uh, tomorrow we're going to play Alpha Bucks, uh, or uh, as you're listening, you might be in the future. Anyway, these letters are for Alpha Alpha Bucks, November 10, Friday. They're E for... Eel. And L for... Look at that eel. Have you guys ever eaten eel? No. no. I don't like to eat animals that I don't... Like, that, they're not... that you've never met? <laughs> you obviously have. No, I haven't, but there's a sushi joint at Oxley mm. in oh, my yeah. place, mm-hmm. and they sell an yeah, eel dish, it, yeah. and I'm just... I look at it and I go, should I? Mm. I don't know. What's mm. the strangest thing you've eaten then, animal-wise? I think kangaroos, probably. Oh, no. 
Crocodile, I think I once ate. Crocodile's nice. Yeah. Crocodile is yeah. quite white, isn't it? Mm-hmm. White flesh. I've Human's very bitter. Mm-hmm. Like chicken. <laughs> You've had a snake. Had snake. Yeah. Had uh, bison. Uh, What's that? It's like a big buffalo. It's very beefy. Like very beefy. It's nice though. Uh, had emu. Big leg, big drumstick. I had emu when I was living at the indigenous community. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed but, to like, eat Like everything emu? that they cook mm. is delicious mm. though because they cook it on the big bonfire. Mm. Are you allowed to eat emu? Uh, I hope so. I was at an indigenous community. My friend accidentally. So that makes it okay. <laughs> yeah, my friend, well, they, were, they cooked it. That's what they did. Yeah. Mm. My friend accidentally ate whale when he was in Japan. Mm. How do you accidentally eat whale? He didn't know what it was when it was handed to him. He doesn't speak Japanese. Mm. But isn't a name of something the same no matter where you go? No. No. I'm, oh, no, no, no. I'm, names of things. No. 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 Oh, no, that's, no, hang on, that's... Oh, God. Hang on, no, 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 let me you finish. Think... Let me finish, that's human names. Like, a Jap- Japanese people don't call elephants elephants. No, 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 but if your name's, like, Trent... Mm. Yes, well, he did mean ha- Bubba don't... the whale, and it had Bubba on it. Bubba the whale? <laughs> he ate free willy. <laughs> well, <laughs> wait. Who's Bubba the whale? I'm just saying, you're saying our name's all the same. And I was like... I was like... Anyway. Uh, you know what? I, all I did was ask a question. There's no, no need to bring got, me down. A name for it. There's no need to bring me down like that, all right? Back to the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Before, if anyone went and saw Gary Vaynerchuk yes. yesterday, he was in town, the guy online, he's a big businessman, big inspirational speaker, usually pumps people up. 131060, if anyone went and saw him, I'd love to hear from you this morning uh, as well to see how that was. Mm. First up, we've got Ben from Richlands. What do you want to talk about in first calls? Supernova! Hey, Ben, you're going down to Supernova? Yeah, buddy, I'll be there all weekend. It'll be awesome. All weekend. Are you cosplaying? Uh, No, photographing. Oh, Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. And you're not going to staff? I don't think so. Uh, Why? You got the weekend off? Yeah, jury's still out. I might pop down. Um, Who are you going to check out? Uh, I don't know, I'm just mainly just for the cosplayers, see what they're going to be. You've got to see if you can. I mean, Stan Lee's going to be there, and he's an absolute legend of the industry. I oh, know, it's the only time he's ever going to be in Australia. Yeah, so. you have to think, because he's like 105. <laughs> isn't, the girl, he's, he's 90, yeah. isn't the girl from Stranger Things going? Yes, Eleven will be there. Mm. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown, she's amazing too. They've given a warning about all those kids as well. Mm. There's A lot of them are so sick of adults stalking them, saying it's kind of creepy. Not for that, not for that, like she's going for a signing, but staying at the hotel rooms and stuff oh, like that, like calling okay. out, saying, I love you, or talk about the show. Because she's still a child. You've still got to respect that, yeah, their age. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ben, you've got to respect it. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa <laughs> is on this morning, 131060. Hey, Vanessa. Hello, how are you guys? We're, yeah, good. we're good. What would you like to talk about? Uh, are you sitting down? Yes. Kmart is back. It's cutting out, and I'm pretty sure they're the Hang Kmart on. people trying to stop Let's you say... from talking. But you said, what's back in Kmart? <laughs> the vacuum. <gasps> the vacuum. Oh, oh I'm going to go and purchase it. I've been waiting. That's so exciting. I be, do you know, I went there recently and bought a whole lot of stationery, and um, I bought a lot of... Yeah, the stationery is pretty amazing because <laughs> I've got the motivational ones on the front. But I've also um, updated all my plates. I've got all Kmart plates now. Ooh, mm. flash. Mm. All right, Sarah's on from Highgate Hill. What do you want to chat about this morning? Hey, guys. How are you going? Good. Good. 
Um, I just kind of want to have a whinge. I walk across the Goodwill Bridge every day, mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating when people are walking right in the middle and not keeping to the left and walking very slowly. Uh-huh. I love that they're having a great afternoon and enjoying the scenery, but if you're trying to get around them, you've got to put your life at risk to go out and nearly get hit by a bike. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it? Do you guys feel the same? Is yeah. It, I think the same because yeah, oh, yeah. I always walk there with my friends on the weekend. Yeah, and we always yeah. keep to the left. It's the same as um, escalators. Like you have to keep to the left. <laughs> you wonder what they're like on the road. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember where I read it, but some state in Australia might have been Victoria has just put in fast walking lanes. No. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So you're going to go in them if you're walking perfect. fast. Yeah. But what's considered <laughs> fast then? Like you've got to do the effort. You've got to do the mum's walk. Just That's below what I... a jog. See, I reckon you no, could. No, that's speed walking. You could still walk slow. If you're slow. in your active wear. Yeah. If you're in your active wear. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's perfect, true. Sarah. Yeah. It's, it's in the arms. I think you can look like you're walking fast if you just move your arms more. But, oh, okay. Is that you it? You know, yeah. they could really trick you. I even do that thing if I'm walking fast where I obey the rules of the Olympic sport where you can't have both feet off the ground at the same time because that's, that's a jog. It's all in the hips, isn't it? Yeah, it's all in the hips. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, greatest bloke in Queensland. We already knew that before he got given the little trophy. Uh, JT, Jonathan Thurston. Good morning, buddy. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Oh, we're good. Congratulations. Queenslander of the year. Yeah, thank you very much. It's uh, come as a big surprise, but yeah, very humble to receive the award. So, Maddie, before um, we just spoke to you, was like, I love him. I love this guy. <laughs> I love him. I just love him. He's Hang my favourite human. I just love him. So I think he's um, decided that you've already taken out Australia of the year. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I think what it is with you, mate, is you are you one of the greatest footballers that we've seen. I'm not going to gush too much. No, you, you never do when we're getting but, on. <laughs> but I cool. think it's you, your attitude is something that a lot of people can follow, you know. I think you, you give a lot back and you've done that in Townsville in the town where you, where you live. Yeah, look, I'm uh, obviously in a privileged position playing rugby league. Um, obviously do what I love on the field, but, um, yeah, you know, I'm in a, in a privileged position where I can help make social change. Um, you know, I'm passionate about Indigenous affairs, especially in the education space, and um, that's where I, I, I want to uh, help uh, the next generation of our culture become better people. Can I ask on that topic, though, since you have brought it up, would you support Australia Day being moved? Um, I actually haven't given too much thought about that. You know, yeah. I'm a proud Indigenous Australian and, um, you know, I'm happy with the way that Australia Day is, but, yeah, I haven't really given it too much thought. So, yeah. uh, so I can't really give you an opinion on it, actually. Fair enough. And I think if we are being honest, I mean, we already have dumped Maddie in it about his uh, undying love for you. Um, when we did hear you're going for Australian of the Year and we wish you all the best, but when we heard you're up against Samuel Johnson, we all went, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ooh, good luck. Hasn't he done? Uh, hasn't he done some amazing things? Yes. Um, you know, it's a, a celebration of what you know people are, are doing uh, to help Australia better, be mm. better, and um, you know, just uh, you know, we don't do what we do for for the accolades. It's something that we love and obviously are passionate about it. So um, whether we get recognised or not, you know, we'd still be doing it, but. Um, yeah, he's obviously doing some really great things and, yeah, like I said, it'll be tough to, to beat. Can I ask where you are right now celebrating Queenslander of the Year? You sound like you're in a wind tunnel. What are you doing this morning uh, to celebrate? 
Um, I'm actually on the Gold Coast at the moment with uh, some mates. Uh, we got a bit of a golf trip. Yeah, we're just at, at breakfast and um, about to go and tee off. Does, oh, um, nice. does the uh, Queenslander of the year get you a little few more passes at home where you go, uh, sorry, Dale, I'm number one in Queensland. You Off take to the play some golf. <laughs> uh, no chance. I'll be yeah. home. I'll be uh, certainly get changing the dirty nappies again and doing everything. Hey, um, uh, got to ask a question too, buddy. How's the shoulder um, faring? We're going to see, see you back on the field when the season kicks off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've seen the surgeon two weeks ago and he's very happy with uh, how my shoulders come along and um, it's all about just getting strength back into mm. it now. So I start back officially next week uh, training and uh, looking forward to it, getting my shoulder right, getting the body right for my final year in footy. Surgeon gave permission for golf today, That's what right? I was about to ask. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I had to get the all clear. Okay, all right, <laughs> just checking. <laughs> and definitely, definitely not going to put the maroon jersey back on. We've definitely said no to that. <laughs> definitely said no to that. <laughs> oh, he doesn't believe you. He loves you. He still doesn't believe you. I mean, I'm holding out hope. I, I respect you've made a decision for the family. No, but you don't. No, I really want you to play. <laughs> uh, we're in safe hands. We've got a lot of talent coming through, and uh, no doubt we'll still be a force to be reckoned with next year. Yeah, nice work, buddy. Hey, mate, really appreciate it. Uh, you're a champion for Queensland and Australia, and we really, Woo. really uh, appreciate you calling through, mate. Good on you. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hi, I'm Dr Nikki, sexologist and relationship expert. As a sexologist, I get asked a lot of questions. When you look at the internet, what images do you look at? Are we doing it right? Am I normal? Figuring out whether I want other people in my life to know about this. There's a lack of permission and education out there. It depends on the connection you have with people. Where there's so much information that's needed that here's a platform where I can say all the things that I can't say on air. So I have one leg that's suspended off the ground. So this is why I've started Sex and Life. Download me, Dr Nikki with Sex and Life, podcast1.com.au and the Podcast One app. What would you do in this scenario? We got an email yesterday from someone really horrified um, at unnecessary form of violence that she had to witness, which really was quite horrible. There was a group of teenagers, two girls were fighting, and she said, worst of all, there was one of the dads mm. of one of the girls egging her on to fight and so-called finish the job. And we, we just want to know, what would have you done in this situation? Do you interfere? Chanel's on the Gold Coast. Chanel, what would you do in this situation? Definitely interfere. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been in the past where I was actually just more of a citizen driving up near Harbour Town, um, and I saw a bunch of kids with iPhone, you know, phones out filming what was about to turn into a massive brawl. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did a U-turn, came, drove back, and actually um, confronted the whole lot of them. <laughs> as nervous as I was, oh. these kids are actually quite old. I'll, a lot taller than me. Yeah. Um, you know, they mouthed off and said what they needed to say. And I pretty much said, look, I'm actually not that much older than you. I have a, a brother that's around the same age as you and probably knows a lot of you guys. Mm. I said, but the last thing I want is to see, you know, something out of this happen badly on the news yeah. or on social media um, because you guys did something stupid. Mm. And they managed to calm down. I mean, obviously, I was in a safe place. It was right outside of a McDonald's. There was security... 
somewhat in the area that eventually did come over. So I had to obviously think of the situation I was in to protect mm. myself as yeah, well. Yeah, your safety, yeah. That's right. But in saying that, the last thing you want to do, I mean, same for these parents, you know, if you've gone and told your children, you know, to fight back or get involved in an altercation and you're supportive of that, what happens if your child is the one that ends up worse off? How are yeah. you yeah. going to feel in that situation, you know? Yeah. Good point. Well, I always stress, you know, you hear about these one-punch murders and it's happened right here in Brisbane, mm. yeah. you know, um, Cole Miller. You know, he lost his life, that poor kid. Mm. And that could happen in these fights. Yeah, I, like I, that. I just couldn't imagine if you were driving off feeling good about yourself. Mm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If you left that situation and not did something. Yeah. We've got Kareen in Mount Pleasant. Kareen, what would you do in this situation? Um, I'm with Maddie. I'm really scared of the one punch and you're dead situation. Yeah. So I think my first response probably would have been once I realised that the dad was standing there egging on his daughter, I probably would have tried to have spoken to him first, Mm. but he was probably so mad and out of control anyway by the sounds of it. I'm with Abby. I think I might have called the police. Mm. And in saying that, I would have hoped that he would be charged. I mean, that's inciting violence. What about all the kids standing around egging them on? Mm. Like we see so much on social media where people are filming things, but do you ever see them say, hey, guys, cut this out. This is not good. Yeah. Yeah, No, it's all about getting the footage, and when they're inciting and egging them on, it just makes it worse. It does. See, Corinne, I think you are correct. I think you can be charged with it now, and I think they did bring in a law for the people that film it and do nothing. So they should. Yeah. So they bloody well should. Chantel, what do you think? Oh, hey, guys. Love your work, by the way. Thank thank you, Chantel. (laughs) <laughs> Look, um, I always used to say um, that we would step in, me and my husband. My husband stepped in one day. He was um, working in retail mm-hmm. and watched a group of young kids circle an elderly lady and then take off with her handbag. Right. He chased them down, grappled one of them to the floor. He then ended up getting arrested and mm. then being made a target by that gang in the shopping centre. Oh, wow. What? What? So, Why did he get arrested? He got arrested because technically he tackled mm. one of these young ones to the floor. They were to the age of 16 years oh. old. Mm. And him and all their families have gone to the police station. Wow. So then my husband was then arrested. And look, it's been, it was years of anguish. Mm. It was, yeah. They found out, they followed him home. They found out where he worked. They wow. harassed him in his workplace. And it got to the point now where my husband won't step in. Yes. Like, you know, you think you're being a good citizen. Mm. You know what I mean? Helping into. Just step into it for anybody that's, mm. that's in danger or hurt, and it's like a slap in the face almost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did he get? Um, he got arrested, but did he get a conviction? No, he did not. Yeah, good. Yeah, we were the ones that could afford the lawyer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you shouldn't have to pay. You know, no, you shouldn't. Well, obviously the police wouldn't want to. Ridiculous. Charge him. That's ludicrous. Taylor from Peak Crossing. What do you think about this? Hi guys, Um, I have been in a similar situation, so I was terribly bullied in high school to the point that I actually dropped out of school um, to avoid the bullying, Um, and it would get to the point where if I went to the shopping centre, you know, with my family, and I ran into any of the girls that were horrible to me, they'd start, you know, slurring, whatever, you know, all the mean words that they would call me Mm. um, across the shopping centre, and it got to the point one day where my mum was the one to turn around and tell them to cut it out. Mm. She just had enough. So I kind of understand, not that I condone violence, but if in this instance that, you know, those girls that were fighting, that dad has probably experienced, I'm getting emotional, but that dad has probably experienced so much of like the back end that maybe his daughter was 
experiencing that he felt the need that she had to stand up for herself yeah. and go in and do that. As I said, not ever condoning like physical violence, mm. but it's horrible out there and girls are nasty to each other and mm. sometimes you do just have to stand up for yourself to prove for them that you're capable of doing so. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I, I kind of get it, but I don't get it. But, yeah. Well, no, know, we, don't, I, we, don't, yeah, we don't know what this situation was, but I can no. understand yeah. that your mum at that certain point had been at a breaking point and it's hard yeah. when you're standing there and your daughter's getting verbally abused for absolutely no reason. Sorry you had to go exactly. through that, Taylor. Oh, you know, like, it's, it's so far gone now that I can yeah. talk about oh, it. Oh, it's still emotional. With it, but, yeah. you know, like, I think absolutely parents have to stand up for their kids, and I get maybe where that father was coming from. That's a good but point. Um, yeah, it's, and a shout yeah, out to the bullies as well. Deal with your issues because they've actually proven that bullies after school are least successful. Hmm. Well, that's no surprise, really. No, it's is not, it? is it? But they're saying <laughs> that. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. They. Stav, Abby, and Matt's ten thousand dollar Alpha Box. Alpha Box. Now I just want to. Stay at the say at the start of this. We take Alpha Bucks so seriously. Yes, we have we proper judges and everything yep. because it is the most played competition in Brisbane. Everyone wants to get on, yes. and we want to ensure that it is absolutely fair for everybody. Now yes. we just had Luke from Nudgy on, who got nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. And the reason we said nine out of ten is because one of the questions was name an overseas city, and he said Arizona. Well, I've got the moment here because we're also okay. questioning whether or not he answered uh, the last the, question the, on, on time. Yeah. On time. Here's the audio. Name an overseas city. Arizona. Name a famous brunette. Uh, Abby Coleman. Oh! So look, he can can have that one because I like to pretend I'm a blonde, but you're a faux blonde. I'm a faux blonde. You're a blonde. So we're taking that. But um, anytime you want to call the show, you can. 13, 10, 60. And after that, we have had a few calls. We've been Googling as well like crazy. Yes, and one person, Ryan from Wynnum. What do you think about it all, Ryan? It's actually Brian, but um, uh, I'm I'm actually from from America and I um, grew up in Texas. Um, but I'm pretty sure that there's an Arizona city, Arizona, because mm-hmm. I knew a couple of people who said they were from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm. seems to check out. I have had a Google. There's also um, four cities named Arizona in Colombia. Oh. Yeah, because we were saying that Arizona is actually a, a state, state. Mm. not a city, yeah. so we didn't award the money. Yeah. Um, so thank you, uh, R- uh, Brian. 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 Your, uh, your accent makes it absolutely official. Mm-hmm. If you had an Australian <laughs> accent, we wouldn't believe you. Mm. So hang there. We now go across to Nudgee where Luke, our player, currently is situated. Hey, Luke. Hey, guys. How you going? Yeah, we're good. good. How you feeling, bro? Oh, mate. Yeah, pretty nervous, pretty, uh, yeah, heart's racing, a little bit uh, emotional. I don't really get too emotional, actually. Uh, Why are you emotional? Oh, it's just been a, uh, it's been a bit of a tough year, like last year. Um, I've got a 15-month-old baby. It was uh, 10 weeks premature, and then he, um... And then he got low platelets, so mm. he was like, yeah, now a lady from our hospital. And, uh, yeah, it's just been a, uh, it's just a tough year. And then my wife's back at work now. Yeah. And, oh, sorry, man. Yeah, we we didn't know uh, that. Thank you. Well, Luke. That's all good. We have to tell you that you've just won $10,000. You're kidding. Ah! Oh, no. God. You have definitely that's won. That's, uh... Yeah, no, that's um, that's yeah, good. You have no idea. It's, uh, I'm speechless. Oh, ten thousand oh, dollars with your wife going back to work and a, a bub that needs extra care—that's going to be amazing. 
Yeah, now we saw, didn't tell to put the radio on because like, we could have uh, mm-hmm. you know, snuck down the casino instead. <laughs> just fell in love a little bit I there, Luke. I had so much sympathy and I was falling in love, Luke, and you've just wiped no. that all away. Well done. I think you uh, you got to take a holiday to Arizona City, though, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, mate. It's, uh, no, thank you very much, guys. It's, uh, yeah, uh, unbelievable. Good on you, buddy. Uh, of course, we always double-check after we play a game of um, Alpha Bucks, no matter how much the amount of money, it goes straight out to the judges. They listen to the audio. They double-check everything to make sure. And, mate, you, my friend, have come through with the $10,000 this morning. Mate, you guys are the best. Um, if you need anything, need any painting, don't need any painting quotes, just give me a call anytime. I'll look after you. Actually, Luke, I it's funny do. you say that. I do. I, do. Ooh, so that is, I will get you a number. I've probably got $10,000 <laughs> worth of painting. Uh, and no, no, Luke, save honestly, the number, guys, and I'll look after you. No, oh, well, well you. served and obviously, by the sounds of it, well needed. So thank you so yeah, much, much, Luke. Yeah, much appreciated again, guys. Good on oh. you, buddy. Uh, Luke just won $10,000 and lost $50,000 in labour. That's how it works. <laughs> Alpha Bucks, the biggest cash contest in Brisbane. You can play at 7 and 8 a.m. tomorrow and practice on the app on your smartphone. Uh, download the Alpha Box app right now. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, that's the podcast done, everyone. Uh, extra business. We're probably making it quick because Abby's got a flight to get to. Yes. Gotta go Where are you going? You gotta... I'm going to Sydney. There's the Channel 10, they call it Upfront. So it's all the shows that they're going to put on for 2018. Ah, so they get all the celebrities cool. in one room and I'm invited to go so I can interview the celebrities. Who you got? Who you got? Uh, I really wanted to speak to Lisa Wilkinson, but she's not going to be attending apparently. So Julia Morris, I want to have a chat with because I love her. She's cool. I want to have a chat with the guys and girls entering the Bachelor in Bachelor Paradise. In Paradise. Uh-huh. And also said Husey. Oh, yeah, Hughes is going to show there he's next gonna, year. He's your friend. <clears throat> yeah, good And bloke. he's going to be joining uh, Drive next year for us. So I want to have a chat about you, Manny. Mm. What about me? Or I can, no, chat yeah, about no, you. Just Manny then. Well, I, I think she's saying because I worked with him for a couple of years. We had a near-death experience together where someone near us almost died. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we've spoken about that a few times. But I can bring that up again. No, no, no. Don't bring me into it. Well, sorry. I'll... I'll speak. I'll speak about you to the guys and girls in Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, we'll call it Mambi there, because we've we've start. We're, we're, we're doing like a cyber thing. I think it's yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Osha, you should catch up with Osha. I tried to do an interview with him. He's not there. Uh, oh. Anyone Just else? Like this radio anyone show. else from Channel Ten? <laughs> 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 no, I can't think of anyone. Peter Hellier will be there. He's a good chat. Mm-hmm. Um, Ida Butros. <gasps> Studio yes, right, one. I'll She's put, I didn't put that one in early, but I will. Mm. Um, what about on channel? Home, oh, the the neighbours, mm. neighbours people will all be there, won't they? Dr. Well, that, Carl. I don't know. Hopefully they will. Channel Eleven. Mm. Um, that's all I can think of at the moment on Channel Ten. But okay. Homer. <laughs> no, they axed them. They axed them. Got rid of them. Uh, all right. Well, you have a fabulous time in Sydney. We'll miss Thank you. you. We will miss you immensely. I'll still be on the show tomorrow, just via Skype. Cool. Technology. Doing an osha. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Stab, Abby, and Matt. Stab, Abby, and Matt.